How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the channel. This is Just Another Critic. And today we're going to be jumping into my New York Six Bowl picks. And in these picks, we're going to be covering the Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl. All right, so those four bowls, uh, I've already covered the college football playoff semifinals, aka the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl. Done my predictions on that. If you want to check that out, head over to the channel, click up the link in the description, uh, wherever you're listening to it or watching this. With that being said, the first bowl I wanted to jump into is the Penn State versus Memphis game. AKA the Cotton Bowl Classic. This game's in Arlington, Texas. And now looking at this matchup on paper, it's pretty interesting, right? Memphis, typically known for their high-powered offense, air raid attack, speed, and agility. Just some very quick athletic dudes in their skill positions. And Penn State, on the other hand, this year their calling card has obviously been their defense, right? They're very fast, very athletic, and they've played pretty well for most of the season. And they've been looked at throughout the season as one of the best um, in the nation. But late throughout the year, obviously we didn't really get Penn State's best and they didn't necessarily play, um, I guess, to expectations, right? A lot of people saw them, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but a decent amount of people saw them potentially making a college football playoff appearance or even challenging Ohio State for the Big Ten championship game. Uh, not the Big Ten Championship game, but obviously to represent their side of the conference. Now, just looking at some of their games, right, that they've played late down the stretch, they really weren't close to being an elite team this season. Um, like I said, Michigan State, Minnesota, Indiana, Ohio State, Rutgers, games where they were able to win three out of the five, lost to Ohio State as well as Minnesota. And in those victories versus Rutgers, as well as Indiana, 34 to 27 victory over Indiana and a 27 to 6 victory over Rutgers. Not very convincing, not very dominant, not playing up to that standard that we expect Penn State to play up to with not only because of they have a great coaching staff and they're blue blood, but they've also got the recruits, right? And now it's just putting the pieces together and putting it out into a product on the field, which they haven't been able to do consistently this season. Started the year very strong. Offensively, it basically kind of fluttered out and uh, they weren't able to keep it up and, and play consistent ball uh, on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that, you know, bled into the defense because when your offense isn't finding consistent success, you're leaving your defense on the field for more plays. More plays is going to equal, you know, fatigue. And that eventually leads to missed assignments, undiscipline, or, you know, mistakes, you know. So these are things that happen. I understand it. That's football. Um, but Penn State's got a bright future with all that being said. Memphis, on the other hand, finished the season 12-1 and in the regular season, uh, were the AAC champions. And now they find themselves in the New York Six Bowl, rolling into this game on a hot streak, right? They're on a seven-game win streak. And we've seen what they're capable of offensively, right? We're, we've come to, I guess, get used to seeing Memphis be a phenomenal offensive team. But late down the stretch, they have been getting better on the defensive end. We saw them against USF, allowing 10 points. Cincinnati, 24 points. And again, Cincinnati, 24 points. This is a Memphis team that is typically, you know, forced to outscore their opponents. We saw that in the SMU game where they were able to pull off a win, 54-48. to 48. Super high scoring match. Um, but I do not think that's going to be the case here against Penn State. 
what makes this matchup so interesting is that with Memphis, in in my opinion, I believe they have the advantage hands down offensively, right? I like Brady White better. I like Gainwell better. I like Coxie, you know, right, 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 a slight edge over Hamler, um, just because I feel like Memphis has more weapons on offense, but at the same time, that Penn State defense is able to match up with these guys, and for that reason, I believe that's going to make this game a bit stagnant, right? We're just going to see a great offense versus a great defense, and then we're going to see Penn State's average offense versus a average defense in Memphis. And so we'll see what happens. I do think Penn State will win this game. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. Um, Don't really want to get too far into depth, right? I mean, we don't know if Penn State is even motivated, right? That's kind of been the narrative with some of these more uh, bigger programs and blue blood teams like Penn State, Texas, Georgia, etc., etc. Coming into these games that to them or to their fan base may not necessarily carry that much weight. But with that being said, I do think Penn State wins this game. I understand that they feel like they got snubbed from the Rose Bowl. But if they don't show up and they, if they don't put their best foot forward, Memphis is going to come into this game and rout them. I, I assure you that. But I do think Penn State wins it. My final score, Penn State 30, Memphis 23. Once again, my final score, Penn State 30, Memphis 23. With that said, let's keep it moving and we head over to Miami, Florida where we got the Capital One Orange Bowl. The Florida Gators taking on the UVA Virginia Cavaliers and really in this game man, I think it's a pretty obvious outcome that we're walking into here. We've got Florida Gators, a team that's played um, you know, above and beyond this season in my opinion. I think they outplayed all the expectations and especially with the injury to their starting quarterback, bringing in Kyle Trask, Kyle Trask took over and played at a very high level. This defense ended up being one of the best defenses in the country this season. Um, of course, in and out of the lineup were a few injured players. And coming into this game against Virginia, we saw Virginia get absolutely obliterated versus Clemson I don't think that's going to be the case here I do think they're going to get dominated by Florida but I don't think it's going to be a blowout like 62 to 17. Getting straight to the point in this matchup I really don't think Virginia is going to have a you know real legitimate chance to win this game I mean of course it's college football anything can happen but I just think Florida is a much better team defensively I think they're not going to have to send extra defenders I think they're going to get to Bryce Perkins disrupt his timing get in his face and make things really uncomfortable for him forcing him to make some really bad throws some really bad decisions I think overall Florida Gators are just going to be too dominant on both sides of the ball I think Kyle Trask is going to get things rolling as well as uh, P Ryan Kyle Pitts is going to go off for his last game overall I just see a solid performance from Florida slingshotting themselves into next season while using this bowl game to dominate and close out some of the recruits that they have on the line and that they have looking at their program Keeping it moving, next game we roll into is in Pasadena, California. We've got the Rose Bowl, Oregon Ducks taking on the Wisconsin Badgers. Probably the best game or the the best matchup to watch outside of the college football playoff semifinals. Uh, Really a game that could have ended up being a semifinal if the ball bounced a certain way for these teams, right? Oregon 11-2, Wisconsin 10-3 with two losses to Ohio State. 
And in this game, I think the most interesting matchup that most people are going to have their eyes on is at the line of scrimmage, right? Both phenomenal offensive lines, you know, closing out the season. Obviously, Wisconsin consistently known to produce offensive linemen and send them to the NFL. The Oregon Ducks currently have one of the best offensive line units in the country, uh, more so known for their pass protection. And we've seen that on display throughout the season. Now, right off the bat, I will say I am leaning towards Wisconsin and I do have them winning this game. I expect this one to be a phenomenal game right down to the wire. I think they're going to trade blows. Uh, Overall, I just believe Wisconsin's defense is going to be able to make some plays for this team, forcing some turnovers, putting their team in great field position. I think we're just going to see a vintage Wisconsin performance. We're going to see solid defense with a phenomenal run game with Jonathan Taylor finishing off his college career potentially. Um, And I just think that Wisconsin defense makes more plays than the Oregon defense does. Um, And while I do think Herbert is a good quarterback, I do think there's still some vulnerabilities and some inconsistencies in his game. And I think we're going to see a great performance from that Wisconsin defense in forcing him into some air throws. Now, I do expect Oregon's O-line, don't get me wrong, I do expect Oregon's O-line to step up and have a great game as well. I just think we've seen, even when Wisconsin doesn't get pressure to the quarterback, they've done a great job throughout the season in deflecting balls and forcing interceptions that way. Um, But with that said... Oregon is an explosive team. They have explosive athletes, and they they can score at any point in time. Kickoff return, punt return, handoff, dump down, speed in space, right? They have all the athletes. They're capable of exploding and scoring at any moment in time, and so that always leaves the door open uh, for them to run away with a game or to be in a game that maybe they haven't necessarily played their best in. And so, like I said, I do have Wisconsin winning 31-20, but we'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out. It's going to be a good game regardless of the result. Keeping it moving, the last NY6 bowl game to cover is the Georgia Bulldogs taking on the Baylor Bears. Bulldogs sitting at 11-2, Baylor Bears 11-2 with both losses to Oklahoma. Right off the bat, I expect this to be a gritty, low-scoring battle type game. Um, and if you've watched both of these teams play, you probably expect the same thing, right? Uh, and and on that note, both teams really haven't played consistently enough offensively to really expect something from these offenses. Obviously, Georgia suffered a few injuries on the offensive end at the wide receiver position. We saw that in the SEC championship game versus LSU. The Baylor Bears, I don't know whether or not Charlie Brewer is going to play. I understand he had a concussion in the Big 12 championship. But their second and third string quarterbacks were able to step up in that game, find their way into the end zone on a few occasions. But overall, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I do think Georgia wins. I just think they have the better athletes. I do think they have the better coaching staff. Overall, I am, you know, happy to see Baylor back up and competing again. I think Matt Rule has done a phenomenal job in getting them back up into the conversation, but I do think Georgia will be just too much, especially coming off the loss a season ago in their bowl game versus Texas. I think that's something they're going to want to redeem, um, and I just think the Georgia Bulldogs defense is going to be too much for this Baylor offense. My final score, UGA wins 17-10. to Once again, my final score, UGA wins 17-10. to With that said, we're going to close out this episode with my upset alert pick of the bowl season. And that will take us to the Camping World Bowl where we've got Notre Dame taking on Iowa State. 
I think I just don't think Notre Dame is that great of a team. I think they have some great players on that team. They've got some phenomenal recruits, but I just don't think they are a very solid team this season. I think Iowa State is always looking to upset teams, and now they have a phenomenal chance versus a Notre Dame team who is one of the Blue Bloods, one of the more highly respected programs in college football, and Iowa State is just upset city. So with that being said, we'll see what happens. Notre Dame versus Iowa State. Should be a good game. I got Iowa State pulling that one out. Um, For those of you listening, thanks for supporting the channel. Like, comment, and subscribe if you have a different opinion. If you want to check out my college football playoff semifinal predictions, head over to the channel. Click the links in the description. You know what to do. If you want to find it, you can check it out. Uh, Once again, appreciate the support. And hope you guys have a great rest of your day, evening, or night. This is Just Another Critic signing off. Peace. His light shine the brightest in the dark. Single mothers know they get my heart